A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. As the Lord spoke to me, the Spirit entered into me and set me on my feet. And I heard the one who was speaking say to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the Israelites, rebels who have rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have revolted against me to this very day. Hard of face and obstinate of heart are they to whom I am sending you. But you shall say to them, thus says the Lord God, and whether they heed or resist, for they are a rebellious house, they shall know that a prophet has been among them.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, that I, Paul, might not become too elated because of the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, an angel of Satan, to beat me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. I will rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell with me. Therefore, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place, and among his own kin, and in his own house. 
So he's not able to perform any mighty deed there apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. And he was amazed at their lack of faith. Verbum Domini. The friars, our community, begin this evening our annual retreat, and Father Raymond Bueno, a Carmelite from the Western uh, Province, is here to uh, proclaim this message of the prophet Ezekiel. Hard of face and obstinate of heart are they to whom I am sending you. So we ask uh, your prayers uh, for our community, for Father, uh, during this time, and you'll have some Fathers of Mercy uh, taking care of you <laughs> during, during this time. So, The scriptures then reveal and illuminate our weaknesses, our limitations as creatures, that we are not the infinitely good gods, but we fall away from him by forgetfulness and sin and become unable to do the good and even to know the true. But positively, God is good. He is goodness with all that he has created and has revealed himself in this, in human history, in along with the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus Christ. And only in him do we find suitable answer to the question about who we are, thank you, and who God is. But in the process, as we read the Gospels, indeed all the scriptures, we are confronted time and again with the mystery of lawlessness and of evil. Divine love in this world, in our hearts, manifests at the same time the extent of evil, the helplessness of man to surmount the problems he is faced with in himself and in society and in nature. But divine love does not reveal that as an end in itself or in any way to cause despair. Rather, hope, joy, rec recognition of that love which triumphs over all. And our version, our fixes, often just to uh, use a little, um, what do you call that? Kills. The paint ki it kills. You cover over all the mold and mildew and everything in one swipe. It doesn't, it just creates another problem. But in Jesus Christ, we discover the superabundance of grace that being a, tr a Christian, receiving the grace of God, truly believing and living the gospel, 
that does not simply cover over the evils of this world. It does not preserve us from suffering or evil, although Jesus asks us to pray for that in the Our Father. We ask our Father to keep us from temptation, from every evil. Rather, even in that prayer, we ask for the courage and strength to confront it. That by the power of God, we receive the perseverance not to be overcome by it, rather to return good for evil, a blessing for a curse. Death and suffering and evil, the evil one, are no longer victorious. And yet in our lives, in this world, the cross stands firm. Resurrection and redemption, eternal life and forgiveness of sins are absolute. And yet, our Lord still commands us to take up the daily cross, to embrace his own cross, and through which redemption, freedom, is mysteriously wrought. So we spend so much time again uh, in our own forms of solution, uh, trying to uh, either cover up evil or just super run from it. <laughs> and what does our Lord do? He tells us, uh, turn the other cheek. And yet when he comes to his passion, to his interrogation, when he is struck, he says, why indeed did you strike me? It's a mysterious response, that our Lord stands firm and says, says very little in his, in his defense, rather affirming the mystery of his Godhead, leading to his death. Again, the scriptures reveal as in Paul, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. We who spend so much time bolstering ourselves on sand, and yet our Lord has to, you know, pull that sand out so we can be built upon the rock, upon his very heart. We face, we will face, we do face, our Lord indeed said, uh, if they have done this to me, they will do this to you. Adversity, temptation, trials, doubts, persecution, mistreatment. The saints are not those who never suffer. 
They are not those who never struggle. Sometimes they were miserable at at suffering. But slowly realizing in trust, in hopefulness, that this is all part of the process, that we must be fire tried. And this allows us to, to abandon ourselves, all our sources of just uh, human, just pure frailty trying to masquerade, that all these can be burned up and we can depend absolutely on the absolute God, on the affinity of his goodness for us, which he has revealed most wonderfully in the Holy Cross. And now in the most Holy Eucharist, this weakness, which is our strength. 